Welcome back to the Football Update with Andy and Robin. How's it going? Good, Andy. How about you? Uh, pretty good, pretty good, Robin. Uh, so we've got some uh, some pretty good games this weekend, if you ask me. Just go right to the heart of it. Uh, for the most part, it feels like a lot of teams are finally getting the uh, preseason rust off, finally. Took, in my opinion, it took a little hmm. bit longer than normal, but, you know, sometimes that happens. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah, a lot of teams finally showing who's, um, you know, worthy of playing for them and who isn't, basically, yeah. Yeah, uh, kicking off the weekend, we got a a divisional game between the Mm. Saints and Panthers. Uh, Obviously, the Saints had a lot of injuries. Mm -hmm. I mean, not as much as the the Bills, but uh, (laughs) relatively. uh, Do you think it's a little quick to be too concerned for the Saints, or do you think there's some some issues there right now going on in New Orleans. I mean, they're basically a team that, for whatever reason, in the past two years, I mean, just because their cap is so bad, um, they're still kind of all in and getting, you know, both Marcus May and Tyron Matthew at safety, and yet they lose to a Panthers team where Baker's the worst QBR in the league, and the one play that really blows the game open is a swing pass out to LaVisca Chenault where two guys miss him in the open field, and he goes takes a one-yard swing pass, 70 yards for a score. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and their draft pick, um, first rounder next year and second rounder two years from now goes to the Eagles. So, uh, you know, if they're a bad team, well, it's not like they're going to get much help. Um, Chris Olave stepping up for them at receiver, but with Landry, Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas hurt, you know, and then Jameis, you know, for this week's game, you know, in London, they're practicing there and he's, got the back injury and supposedly it's dawn that practice today so yeah it might be a little bit of panic time especially against the vikings this week yeah i will say this guys um if you are doing fantasy a lot of people mm-hmm. might be a good sleeper pick oh yeah right yeah nine for 147 yeah and uh i do want to say i, I am very happy to see mm-hmm. i know the panthers have been squeaking behind their wins but yeah. i I've always been a big McCaffrey fan. And I'm yeah. just very happy to see him up and going again. And I'm mm. knocking on wood right now. Just mm-hmm. please do not let him get injured again. Yeah. But uh, it seems like a lot of running backs that everyone thought would be down and out are uh, mm-hmm. making comebacks. I mean, we'll talk about the, the last primetime game from Monday, but it seems mm. like Saquon's kind of having to come back. Oh, well. yeah, having a huge year so far, yeah. It's, you know, it's always nice to uh, see them come back. Uh, the next game, I'll be honest, I didn't really have a chance to take a look at it too much, but uh, the Texans had a very close game with the Bears. Uh, the yeah. Bears came out on top. I don't know if it was so much the Bears struggling or the Texans being bad, but you know, I don't know if Davis Mills would be the future for the for the Texans. But uh, mm-hmm. in the words of Larry David, he's uh, pretty pretty good. You know, he, he does decent enough. Yeah, Sometimes I mean. That's yeah, unfortunately, been close three losses or two, one tie and two losses. But um, he did have the bad interception at the end of um, what was it? The um, end of the uh, um, game against the Bears, which set up the game-winning field goal. And um, Fields had a couple picks, and they haven't completed many passes like under ten a game. I feel like since he's been the starter, although he did make a couple of huge ones against uh, the Niners, but. Um, as a whole, it's mostly just a run team, and the offensive line's bad. They don't get um, much plays in the passing game. But the defense allows a few big plays here and there, but Travis Gibson Robert Quinn do a lot with the pass rush, and there's some young pieces there that have potential. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think there's explicitly explicitly horrible team out there, but I would say the Texans probably have the least amount of talent and it's caught up to them in these three games whenever they make a mistake or two. Yeah, I, I do want to everyone's kind of laugh. Uh, mm. For a second, I got confused how they're 2-1, and one, but I forgot to, that, that there's the 0-2-1. I, I forgot for a second about the tie. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny because we're going to the next game. For the AFC South, you know, it's a good thing that the Colts uh, tied it. Um Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to take anything away from them. I don't know if it was a fluke game, but it just mm-hmm. seems like they kind of got their uh, part of my friends their shit together for this game. And beat, in my opinion, they beat one of the three or four best mm-hmm. teams in the in the NFL right now in the Chiefs. 
Yeah, I mean they got yeah they got a bit lucky that Harrison Bucker was hurt and he either I think he missed a field goal or they decided to go for a fake field goal because they don't have trust in the kicker that they had before, um, who got cut, Amendo Lara or something like that. But um, yeah, I mean they made enough plays to win. Um, their defense did a pretty great job. With the pass rush and without Darius Leonard, I thought him not being in it would be a huge um, issue for them. But they ended up finding a way to win. Um, Jelani Woods with a couple touchdowns as a rookie tight end. Alec Pierce made a play or two. So uh, I'm not sure if the Colts are fixed as of yet because it was a fluke, kind of a fluky game. But at least they're not uh, winless as of now. Yeah, and, and I do believe I spoke about it a few weeks ago. Mm. I can't remember their exact record, but uh, when Frank Wright, and again, mm. I love him because he's a, one of the, in my opinion, had the greatest comeback in NFL history yeah. the Bills. Mm. Um, I can't remember what his record was, but it was like somehow halfway in the season, they were mm. owing something, or like they had a very, very bad record. Like, okay, they're out of the playoffs, and somehow yeah. they just flip the switch and turn it around you know mm-hmm. i think they have a lot of new pieces and it just it's good it took them a bit to kind of get get used to it and it is still early on but i, I just especially with the, the how the division's going right now I, I will not count the colts out just just yet yeah 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 they started um yeah one and five his first year and then made the postseason but that was the last year they had andrew luck that's what it was it was mm. yeah it was something like that yeah um, next, we had another division game that I thought was fantastic, uh, mm-hmm. the Lions and the Vikings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I and think... Just, oh, yeah, go ahead, um, sorry. I apologize, Rob. Uh, just, I was just going to say quickly, like, it just, you can't help but, I don't keep saying, you can't help but root for the Lions. It's mm-hmm. just like, and it was a close game, you know, they can't get taken away from the Lions. I... I they keep playing this way they might be able to sneak into the seventh seed maybe but uh you know it might be a little too early to tell but uh you know a very exciting game i was able to watch some of the highlights on the red zone Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah i mean they for whatever reason defensively they got a pass rush a couple weeks ago or like last week with aiden hutchinson's getting three sacks again but it was against washington whose o-line we'll talk about later just being absolutely dreadful and then you know they don't get much of it this week and that allows Kirk Cousins who was kind of a little bit iffy but he made a couple of big throws to KJ Osborne um, with that big touchdown being one of them and the teams have been able to take away Justin Jefferson the last two weeks but if Osborne and Thielen can make plays on the other side um, that really helps the Vikings and uh, it'll be interesting to see Kirk Cousins Pretty great in the one o'clock window. Not so great on a prime time. Being an understatement, how does he do in the London time zone on Sunday? That's a, that's a very good point. Mm. We'll, we'll definitely uh, see that. So, if I remember, uh, is, is it uh, about a six hour? I can't remember how long the delay is from the East Coast to, to London. Let me look that up. London time zone. It is so right now. It is seven thirty-four. So that is about a five-hour time difference. Very good, and then that should. Oh, yep, yeah, yeah. I obviously could have just mm. seen what. <laughs> what so it'll be nine thirty when that game starts. So yeah. it's kind of cool to have an early uh, sun. It's always kind of fun to have an early yeah. Sunday game. Yeah, Bills had um, one years ago against Jacksonville. That was. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember that game, and like, uh, if I remember correctly, Tyrod Taylor went out, and then EJ Manuel came. Yes. Out, so. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not too fun. No. Uh, and just before, we get, how how funny is it? We're at a point now that we have a potential mm-hmm. Hall of Fame elite. Again, that's a little too early to say, but mm-hmm. like an elite quarterback. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. I think back around that time, right before Tyrod, we just wanted like a Baker Mayfield like quarterback or current. Just yeah. Like someone mm-hmm. to please get us into the playoffs at the very least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, a big difference, yeah. So, uh, Ravens Patriots, I, I gotta say, mm-hmm. uh, Lamar is playing for that contract. Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. My goodness, yeah. it's just insane, and 
I'll, I'll, I'll give this to the Patriots. They put up a surprising amount of points. You know, mm-hmm. I think it is this the Patriots' way. You know, I, I don't know how much they'll win this year or a lot, mm-hmm. but you know, Belichick will always find a way to stay competitive. Uh, but I mean, the way the the way the Raiders are going, maybe he'll get his offensive coordinator back. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, on this, another note, uh, hope uh, Mac Jones yeah. is healthy again soon. Uh, what was it that he injured again? Uh, there's a uh, high ankle again. sprain, so yeah, it may or may not involve tendon, which tendons are with that stuff. Makes it, you know, four, six, eight weeks. You really don't know, but um, yeah, yeah. It was then, painful uh, watching him walk out with that, yeah. And then who is, there, who is the Patriots' backup right now? Uh, I think Belichick said today if it were... if. Mac wouldn't play against the Packers, which is likely that he wouldn't. Um, it would be Brian Hoyer and then Bailey Zapp as the rookie they drafted out of Western Kentucky in the fourth or fifth round, who would be the backup in that case. So then Hoyer would be, since he has the veteran experience, would start. Yeah, he's had a career with mm. the backup in New England. I, I think yeah. he, yeah, he went to the Texans for a while. And yeah. He's mm. he's got to be there. He's got to be in the league now for at least ten years because yeah. he he was with the Texans. What like I think twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen, something around there. And then the Browns for like a year when Menzel was there. That's right. Yeah. Mm. So uh, any stats you you liked from this game, Robert? Uh, Devontae Parker didn't do much the first two weeks and then had one hundred sixty yards. I'm not sure if that's a sign of how of him bouncing back or more of. Um, the Ravens secondary, which is ranked last in the league, um, still having issues. But, you know, um, Lamar Jackson, again, 12 touchdowns, I think a couple rushing and then 10 passing. I mean, he's just going to, you know, he basically wanted a four-year fully guaranteed contract, and the Ravens wanted to give him a six-year that was guaranteed for about two and a half to three. And he was like, nope. And, you know, I think it's, it's going to be another Flacco situation where, they either have to franchise him a year or two or, you know, give him basically what he wants because, you know, they didn't get him signed under what he wanted beforehand. Now, I forget. Can they franchise him now? Because I think I thought this was his fifth year. I mean, I, I can't uh, yes, this is his fifth year. And then after this year, they can fran- They can actually franchise him two years. But the problem with that is, assuming the quarterback contracts keep going up higher, it's going to be a straight cap number of 45 or $50 million depending on, you know, what his contract would be, what Justin Herbert's would be, because um, he's up for an extension at the end of the year, Joe Burrows. Um, right. Yeah. Right. Mm. And, yeah. again, I think everyone in the league is giving deaf players to Jimmy Haslam right now. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and, again, I think we talked about it before. I think the Jaguars are very happy that happened. Oh, yeah. Mm. Ticked down because they – they nuked the uh, wide receiver contract <laughs> yeah. insanely. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so, again, just hope Mac Jones gets back soon. You know, it's always stinks to see someone get injured. Oh, yeah. Uh. Uh, the Bengals-Jets, uh, it seems like the Bengals are kind of bouncing back. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get me wrong, my second favorite team is the Steelers, so I was happy they won week one. But mm-hmm. it, that was a very close – so I think, I think they just had a bad week last yeah. week, week Dallas, so. Mm-hmm. I think I think they'll they'll bounce back like as they did against the Jets and uh, hopefully mm-hmm. they'll beat the Dolphins tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. yeah. It'll be a short week and Tua's had the back the back injury. I mean, he he looked a little wobbly after that you know hit late in the first half. So they said it's a back injury. There wasn't concussion protocol. I don't know, but um, you know, again, it's going to be a short week for Miami. They're dealing with. Everyone, best wish to everyone in Florida with Hurricane Ian, you know, there's that side of it, the real life side of it, and then the football, which is how does it affect the Dolphins going up to Cincinnati on a short week, and then uh, maybe the biggest game of this week, Tampa Bay, um, Kansas City, where that is located. But um, yeah, I think the Bengals, if they can protect Burrow, and some of it is Burrow takes a sweet time in the pocket, but... Um, if he can, um, you know, play like that consistently with those three receivers, um, Chase, Boyd, and um, Higgins, you know, they're still going to be in the race for the top of the AFC North. Absolutely. And, 
You know, the Jets, I still think they're going through a building year. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember which week was the, was the Dolphins and uh, – no, sorry, not Dolphins, Jet. Uh, the Ravens and Jets played each other this year. Uh, week one, yes. Yeah. That's, that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just – I don't know how it came up in my feed. But it was just kind of mm-hmm. cool to see Lamar go uh, – Lamar and Joe Flacco had some awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is just, you know – and and again, somehow again, he mm-hmm. he didn't play as good the past few weeks, but like in the past few years when he's been going around the league, I have not mm-hmm. seen Flacco put up this many yards. Yeah, like yeah. That. I don't know what he's trying to do. Maybe he's mm-hmm. trying to get his word out for the XFL or US, uh, yeah, the USFL. But you know, mm-hmm. you know, good on him. It's always nice to see some good football. Yeah, and uh, Zach Wilson uh, mm-hmm. is going to be. I think I saw something today that he's most likely yeah. going to be starting this, yeah. this Sunday. So, yeah. you know, kind of excited to see what's going to happen with him. So, uh, just, just keep fighting that fight, and I really hope Robert Sala can uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> break the mold of the same old Jets. Yeah. Uh, Raiders-Titans. Uh, it was a close game. I, th- I think it was a much-win game. Uh one of uh, my favorite YouTubers, uh, Brandon Perner from That's Good mm. Sports, uh, yep. he does a, uh, a three times a week thing with uh, Tom, uh, Tom Grassi. Yep. He was mm. even saying on Monday, like, when the Broncos fans, including him, is saying that uh, Josh McDaniels is a cancer, they weren't trying to be an insult. They're kind of like, yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's not a good idea. Uh, mm. It might seem that that might have been right, because apparently... Yep. He already had a meeting this week yeah. with Davis, from what I've heard. I, I don't know if Davis I'm, – I'm, I apologize, not Davis. Uh, McDaniels can turn this around, but yeah. this this is not good for the Raiders right now. They're, mm-hmm. Yeah, all the money they've put you, in. Yeah, sorry for What do you think about this game? I, I apologize. Oh, no, it's all good. Um, Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, the Titans went up early, and I'm thinking, all right, my pick for that game looks pretty good, and then – they kind of stagnated on offense and let the Raiders in. And one huge game is, I think, play in the game is it was 24-13. The Raiders are driving, I think it's late third, early fourth. And um, Derek Carr finds an open Darren Waller, fires the ball in from about five yards away, and it bounces off Waller's hands. It gets picked. And, you know, all the plays that kind of worked for them late in that run last year for them to, you know, sneak into the playoffs from like six and seven to 10 and seven, all the things that worked are working this year. Is that coaching? Is that luck is, you know, but you know, they paid, um, Devonte Adams for five years, 140 million. The Derek Carr contract's a little interesting because it's, you know, there's some room for, if they get rid of them, they save money, but can you get a quarterback as good as him saving 25, 30 mil? year i don't know next three years are kind of mostly non-guaranteed and then you know they spend the big money on chandler jones he hasn't had a sack yet you know i much prefer that as a bills fan um the von miller signing to that signing because even when he's not getting sacks he's impacting the game and you can't really say that about jones crosby's had a few plays here and there but yeah they spent a lot and it's not working you have the closed door meeting i mean you're already paying John Green, because he had a settlement there, you know. You had Basaccia, who, like, rallied the team, and instead he let him go be the special teams coordinator in um, Green Bay. Um, so, yeah, there's just a lot of decisions that... The one move that has worked is Matt Collins. He's been really good, but you don't love the fact that he's more productive than Devontae Adams at this point. And, and it's great you put, brought him up now being mm-hmm. the special teams coach for the Packers. It's like... Uh, that would have been a more Raiders move, and I think that would have worked mm-hmm. if he was the head coach right now. It's just like mm-hmm. they were dead in the water last year. That guy turned around the team. You know, he was he was a coach that like one of those coaches that they just get a chance to knock it out of the park. And it's just yeah. like it's just like you just go with the offensive guru guy. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. I just part of me kind of hopes that McDaniel's gets canned sometime, and maybe he can offer like a good contract for him to come back to head coach from the Packers and I don't think the Packers would be that upset if he did it mm-hmm. uh, that being said I'd, uh, I don't you mean think the uh, a, Patriots I was oh well Patriots is, I, I mean this, uh, I feel yeah, I can't pronounce his name uh, the head coach for the Raiders last year is now the uh, uh, Packers yeah. 
Coach uh, Gaspaccia? Or? Uh, uh, Rich Bisaccia, yeah. Bisaccia, Bisaccia. Yeah. <laughs> I mixed mm. it up with the food, but... Uh, I forget, uh, a coach can't leave a team till the end of the season, even a coordinator or something like that, right? I think, I mean, they theoretically can. I mean, we know the whole um, Bobby Petrino thing from years ago, but it it rarely, if ever, happened. I mean, like, I think Josh McDaniels got fired as offense coordinator one time for the Rams, and he joined the Patriots staff near the end of that season, eventually becoming their offense coordinator again. I, I was actually referring that more to the Packers uh, mm. coordinator who was the head like let's say they fire McDaniels and uh, hire him back until the end of the season probably like, not no the, yeah, yeah they'd have to go with the interim yeah 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 I really think they backed the wrong horse mm. there but uh yeah. hey uh, I mean I guess the silver lining if they do fire McDaniels at some point maybe mm. the Patriots get the coordinator back yeah <laughs> also if he doesn't turn this around I, yeah. I don't think he'll ever get a head coaching job again. oh no he's had three chances if you include him getting the job in Indianapolis and then deciding not to take it. Which I think was a good thing for India in the long run. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, on the Titans side quickly, before we switch gears, do you think they're kind of getting the groove back or do you mm-hmm. think the, the South is still an open race? At this point? I think it's an open race, but I do feel like they're starting to get a little bit of a groove back. I mean, they lost a close one to Giants team that's very, you know, um, scrappy and you know they have a muff punt by the rookie slot receiver uh, Kyle Phillips who's done a good job catching it but you know had two muffs in the first two weeks so um, you know just a player two here or there and they're two and one and in decent spot so and they're still in a good spot right now um, you know uh, I don't know what the future of the team is beyond this year but they're they have a good enough coach in Vrabel and uh you know, a toughness around them to maybe get into the playoff race, although they are missing their left tackle, Taylor Lewan, who again um, got hurt against um, two, three years season-ending injuries against Buffalo, which is just, that was just a brutal game in general, but last two years for him have been rough with that. Absolutely. Uh, Eagles commanders, uh, it might be a little too early to say this, but I... I have a feeling the Eagles are the best team in the NFC right now. Like I, I, I think I thought they would be good. I had no idea they'd be mm. this good. And it might be too early to say, but like they've been firing on all cylinders right now. They they destroyed Carson Wentz. I mm. can't. I think it was seven or nine sacks. Seven nine sacks. I think yeah. Yeah. What What do you think about this game? Do you think they're they might they're the the cream of the crop for the NFC right now, or world too early itself? I don't think talent-wise it's too crazy to say because in, as a complete team it's too crazy to say because both offense and defense have been super outstanding. You know, that defensive line with Brandon Graham, Hassan Reddick, Jordan Davis is a rookie they drafted in the first round. He's grading out extremely well as an interior guy. And you have him with Javon Hargrave and Fletcher Cox starting to play really good. Josh Sweat at the other DN spot. And then, of course, Hurts playing fantastic um, with A.J. Brown, Vonta Smith. The only concern I have, a couple of concerns are, um, last two weeks they put up 20-plus in the first half and then they kind of don't score the rest of the game. So I'm wondering, is there something there where they're not finishing those games or they're just trying to not to risk anything? Um, and then I have to see how they do offensively against an elite defense. Like, they don't play Tampa Bay in the regular season this year, but when they play them in the playoffs... They match up well, granted, not different personnel grouping and a more mature uh, Jalen Hurts. Not that he wasn't mature before, but he's really taken like leaps and bounds so far. But how does he do against a Green Bay later on the schedule? Um, Dallas, Dallas's defense has been pretty outstanding um, with Micah Parsons in that pass rush. How does he do against that? Um, I mean, I think they'll probably get one game against Dallas, but do they get both? I don't know. Um, especially if Dallas can get back healthy at some point. I mean, personally, I'm hoping the Eagles will be better than Dallas, just because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not a Dallas fan, but I can lie. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely see. And the Commanders only scored eight points. I was about mm-hmm. to ask if they got a safety. No, I think it was a touchdown two-pointer, yeah. Touch- oh, that's what it was. Yes, you're right. right. I can't, yeah, it was a touchdown. T- I forget that you can do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaguars uh, 
uh, Chargers. Um, I didn't have a chance to watch this game, but uh, mm. I'm wondering, if, I mean, Doug Peterson is a Super Bowl coach, so he mm. might have been able to crack the code with Trevor Lawrence, you know. Yeah. Fortunately, he's away from Urban Meyer. Yeah. Um, also, part, um, I know Herbert went down. Was there a lot of injuries for the defense on the uh, Chargers? They, they were supposed to have a very good defense. This year, yeah. So Bosa got hurt in the game with the groin, so that could be a couple good. weeks or so. J.C. Jackson didn't play. He hasn't been right since the ankle thing late in training camp. So when that will be... Um, but, I mean, there's more than enough talent on that defense, and they're still allowing, I believe, like the third most points in the league. So, you know, um, yeah. And then Austin Eckler's only run for 80 yards. Justin Herbert's playing with, you know, the ribs. And he was playing when they were down four scores late in that game. And it's just, you know, why are you putting him out there if you could barely, you know, um, allow him in in the first place? But um, there's just, you know... Um, yeah, the Chargers, I mean, we're going to talk about their game maybe a little bit but this week, but they're, they're in a situation where, yes, the AFC West is super ultra competitive and no one's taken a huge leap yet, but if they don't, you know, get it together and get healthy. Um, and then Keenan Allen finally got back to practice, but, yeah. And then Jalen Guyon's out for the yard receiver, so their depth there has taken a hit too. Fractured rib cage. I think a few weeks probably, at least. I mean, I feel like, but it's one of those things where if he gets hit the wrong way, then that recovery time comes back again, so comes back up yeah. again. But he, it, yeah. I even have him on my fantasy, but I part of me just wants him to stay out. for. Like, I know yeah. you're trying to be a hero, but, like, mm. you, there's a long... Even if you score, lose a few games, like, you might be able to score a couple wins while he's yeah. on, like... Because, like, if he gets hurt enough, because I, I know how pain, like, they were talking about how painful that injury is to play yeah. through. It's like, mm-hmm. he could, if not this, his, this year, he might even mess up his career if he keeps, if he plays, mm-hmm. you know, when he should recuperating. So, yeah. Um, on the flip side, you know, good job on Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's ETN has a chance yet, but, you know, Robinson's been yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah. Nine years, nine months after an Achilles injury, playing like that, and then yeah, um, just being able to—I mean, like Peterson's just done an incredible job, you know, getting kind of like that second-year leap from Trevor Lawrence that he got from uh, Carson Wentz a few years back, um, you know. So uh, they have an interesting game uh, this week to talk about too, but. Um, yeah, the I mean to beat up on both the Colts and Chargers by a combined sixty-two to ten, and then you know have a red zone possession. Um, if with red zone possession here or there it goes better against the Commanders, we're talking about a three and zero Jacksonville team. But yeah, they look like a team that can make some noise this year. Yeah, and you know I I thought it could be a rebuilding year. I mean mm. the way the South is going, they might be able to get into the playoffs with mm. their division. But uh be very interesting to see down the road. Uh, mm. Rams-Cardinals. Uh, I, again, I, I admit, you know, I had to unfortunately work during some of the later games, so I didn't mm. really get a chance to watch all this. But I, I heard Stafford had a decent game. Mm. Uh, uh, Kyle Murray still runs like a madman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know uh, if you were able to get catch anything from this game. Uh, not too much. Um, I saw Cam Akers kind of had a late fumble that kept the Cardinals in it, but they were able to kind of move the ball here and there, but it was all settling for field goals, four of them. Um, the Rams, again, second straight work, they build up a good lead and then aren't able to finish for whatever reason because they don't have much of a run game or they have a bad turnover here and there. Allen Robinson, outside of the touchdown against Atlanta, has been very non-existent, but um, they have another a- NFC West division matchup coming up that will be interesting, but um, yeah, it's another week for the Cardinals where you know, um, just not seeing enough from that team. Now maybe when DeAndre Hopkins gets back they'll start to sell a little bit, but they're a team that normally starts off really well and they're already 1-2, and two, so I don't know about them going forward. Yeah, maybe they'll pull a 
shocker and just do the opposite maybe this year. Mm-hmm. But uh, it can be very interesting to see with them. Uh, Falcons actually held on to a lead and did not blow it, so good, mm-hmm. good on them. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cordell Patterson is just killing it as always, mm. which I, I love. I love Cordell pa- Patterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seahawks did a decent game. Uh, again, not taking anything away from them, but I, I think you even said last week that you know the Seahawks winning against the Broncos. It kind of felt like that was their Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Falcons again. Like you said, they're getting the most out of Patterson. Drake London's been an absolute stud as a rookie receiver. Um, they haven't used Pitts much in the red zone, but he's still making a play here or there, you know. So again, they had a couple close losses to the Saints and the Rams, and then they get this one. You know, they're a team that they're not an easy cross off for a W team like we were expecting this year, at least so far. Yeah, and um, I, I think both of them might mm-hmm. be in the top ten or maybe top. Or maybe not top. Both of them might be not in the top five, but I, mm-hmm. I can see them both possibly being in the top ten this year. Yeah. Draft picks. Yeah. But you know, I think you know one of the good year things about these kind of years for teams is you see what you have on mm-hmm. your team that's good to keep and yeah. maybe shop a few pieces away. Mm-hmm. So, do you think uh, Drew Locke might get a shot this year, or do you think they're going to stay with Geno? Uh, I I think it had would have to be pretty like a pretty bad Geno performance to get there and we haven't seen that as of yet the Niners game wasn't pretty but a lot of quarterbacks struggle with the Niners so I can't really you know take too much out of that and he did throw for a bunch of yards against um the Falcons so um it feels like they're even throwing it more downfield with him than they did with Russ much of the last two years so um but I don't see it happening anytime soon but I could be wrong Packers Bucks. Mm-hmm. I, I think both receiving cores were. Really, I mean, not, yeah. Packers weren't as badly banged up as the Bucks, but st- mm-hmm. still pretty banged up. Yeah. Uh, I think the highlight from this game was from what I heard is apparently uh, there was a camera in the huddle for the mm-hmm. Bucks, or there's there's something that should have been on the jumbotron that was. Oh yeah, it was the um, play clock, play clock, and Aaron yeah. Rodgers pointed it out. Yeah. Which is just you know gets a chuckle out of. Mm-hmm. You know, the funny thing is, it's Aaron Rodgers and yeah. Tom Brady, and they can have a sloppy month or two, but somehow they'll mm. just—you just—you can't count them out until they're dead because they—they could have even a bad October, but somehow yeah. in like the next two months they'll just in November and December they'll just turn it around and just uh, mm-hmm. fire start firing on all cylinders. Yeah, uh, you know that's why you love football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the Bucks just depleted. Everywhere at receiver, although Russell Gage laying that game started to play like the guy that they thought they were bringing in. They had Colby's that were like three or four catches, but on a couple of them, he, you know, like he had all of last year, um, would catch a ball and then not run much after the catch. And Brady wasn't happy about a third and seven. He only gets about five yards because he falls down after it. And, you know, he just can't run since he had the um, broken leg against uh, New England, which is a shame. But, um, you know... Uh, this week they get Mike Evans back from suspension. Who knows if they can get Julio back, you know, or Chris Godwin or both, you know, if they can somehow get someone healthy at receiving core, that defense will keep them in a lot of games and Brady can make a drive or two to win it at the end as he almost did here. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, I can't remember what the timetable is for Rogers receivers. Mm. One of them might be coming back soon. Sammy is out for another three weeks, Watkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy is out, definitely out for a while. Watson might come back. Um, Lazard was healthy, and he played pretty good. And, you know, they got Aaron Jones, which is Mm. one of the better receiving running backs in the league. Yeah. Uh, Going to the Sunday night, the two primetime games, you know, yeah. in my opinion, was maybe the best game for laughs that we're going to talk in depth about. Yeah. I, I, again, not all the games, but it just feels like a lot of the prime, most of the prime mm. games so far have been very kind of snooze fest, like especially yeah. the Sunday night one. Like, mm. 
Like, don't get me wrong, I love defensive football, but at the same yeah. time, it just, mm. just was very slow. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, there was a stat that uh, the Broncos were the first team that had, uh, I can't remember it was eight or ten Yeah, points. eight punts, yeah, in a row, yeah. And still were able to win the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, not the team, uh, win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo pulled a Dan or <laughs> yep. Orlovsky, and they, I love that they brought that up on yeah. the pregame for Monday. Yeah. Um, that being said, you, do you think uh, the Broncos uh, are 2-1 two and, two and one right now? Mm-hmm. It's still an early season. Do you think the Broncos can, because they have the talent on that mm-hmm. team, and, you know, now that he's, I, th- I still think you should give a head coach a whole year, like a full year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, in my opinion, he's still a rookie head coach, and you know he. Some people are joke, laughing that he brought an independent like uh, mm-hmm. uh, contractor or something to help yeah. with time management. But you know, I, I got to give the guy credit. You know, he knows he's bad at that, so yeah. it's a good thing that he. That's that's what good coaches are. are yeah, good delegate. Are yeah, and, and yeah, they delegate. You know, the things they're weak at. Uh, do you think they can kind of uh, turn the tables around by the end of the year, or do you think? Uh, what they're saying about Russell Wilson is kind of right. That maybe he's cooked. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's weird because they're a couple plays away from either being zero and three or three and zero. I mean, they've all played close games. You know, the fumbles in the Reds against Seattle. Um, you know, the Texans game could have gone either way, um, and they found a way to win that. And same with the Niners game um, on that last um, drive to get them the uh, leading score. Russ looked pretty great. He made a couple plays outside the pocket and been trying to do this, you know, hybrid, what he did in Seattle, what he did in what Hackett did in Green Bay with Rodgers. And it just didn't seem to fit, especially with no Tim Patrick available. Um, Judy's been in and out. And then uh, KJ Hamler, same as well. So at the end, he just said, okay, I'll make a couple plays on the run, throwing it and running it. And I'm not sure he's capable of doing that every week, but as long as their defense keeps playing at this elite level, I think they're still in contention for the playoff. Do I know think they'll win the division? I don't know as of yet, but I do think that they'll be in the playoff hunt at the beginning of December. Uh, on the flip side, the 49ers, mm. um, was there some? Was there a lot of injuries on the offense? Uh, just usually they have mm. a very good, a very good scoring offense. It's just no having only 10 points it seems like they were kind of yeah. stagnant uh Debo did get hurt at some point in the game but he came back pretty soon after Kittle came back from a previous injury um I'm trying to think if there was anyone else um oh uh Trent Williams at left tackle had a high ankle sprain so he's out for that's, a month and a half yeah that's right that that's a big one because Trent Williams is one of the better linemen mm. in the league yeah uh, final, uh, the final primetime game, uh, mm. Cowboys Giants. Mm-hmm. I, again, I unfortunately had to work late, so I didn't mm. get a chance to watch this one. I, I think the one thing I've noticed the most from this game is poor uh, Kenny. Uh, no, not Kenny. Not Kenny Gallagher. I apologize. Uh, Sterling Shepard was yeah. like slowing down his run on the last step. I don't, I don't know how it's possible he yeah. did it, but like he tore his like you could just feel that pain mm. like he literally made that step and he just sh- shot his knee up and just you know, mm. grabbed it yeah that metal lands turf that obj was never a fan of and a bunch of other guys aren't a fan of and then Shepard he comes back from a torn achilles and makes at least one or two plays in that game and has one taken back for a weird penalty and then you know it tries to do something on the last play. You know, they have David Sills on the field basically as a number one because Galladay has a bad drop whenever he gets on the field. And, you know, that's, you know, an Alvin Harper level um, bust as a free agent receiver pickup. Um, but, you know, on the other side of the field of Sills falling down and gets picked off by Diggs, you have the Shepard injury. Um, yeah, and then um, the Cowboys, as I said, their defense is pretty great. Um, Lawrence with three sacks. Um, going around the rookie Evan Neal, who had his struggles, but two years ago, on two three years ago, Andre Thomas looks like an absolute bust early in his career, and he's become one of the best left tackles in the league. So um, maybe need some patience with Evan Neal at that spot. 
Um, but I, the Giants are a scrappy team that's done as well as they can do. But even in the wins, you do see the limitations of a Daniel Jones. And even regardless of how much pressure he's getting, I mean, no quarterback should be able to succeed with that. But he just doesn't seem like a guy who can succeed other than when it's the ideal situation. Even then, it's not perfect. Yeah, and at the same time, the thing I love about football is, like, when it comes to divisional rival, anything goes. Like, mm-hmm. you could be, like, the 73 Dolphins, and if you just played, like, I think back then the Bills were bad. Like, you could mm-hmm. still somehow lose just because it's, you know, you know each other mm-hmm. in and out, yeah. which is very... But, you know, I think the Giants have a bright future. Dable's mm-hmm. been doing a great job. And yeah. The Cowboys are doing what you should do. They, mm. they rely on their strong defense. You know, this Wayne Dak. Before we get into that, like, please, God, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think Jerry Jones is listening to this, but mm. uh, don't, do not, please do not rush Dak Prescott back. Just yeah. Mm. Let, let per, poor guy get healed up properly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, you know, Good, good on the Cowboys. They're doing what they should do. Uh, I, st- I still think the Eagles are the best team yeah, in the division. Same here. You know, the, Cow- the Cowboys are doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have any games yet so far from Week Four? Like I'll stake my claim on that. Like Dolphins Bills, that was a legitimate war. It was a ninety-nine degree mm-hmm. humidity. Yeah. People, players are cramping up. Players got injured. You know. Yes, you know, Dolphins won the game. They won the mm. battle. Um, and Bills, and again, I'm not saying, trying to take any away from the Dolphins. Mm. Sometimes, in my opinion, a loss is good for a team. But, like, I, I still think, and again, I, I apologize if I sound arrogant. I know they're our team. But, like, the Bills had 500 yards total, double, mm-hmm. or at least double the, the play time. Yeah. Double double the plays it's just it's just as a Bills fan I, I think Robin agreed with me it's just exciting to see how a team is that talented with with how depleted mm. the, the roster was and progressively throughout the game yeah and uh, before we talk about like also today why I love Brandon Bean mm. I know he's on the practice squad right now but I'm pretty sure mm. Xavier Rhodes might yep. be ele- elevated and uh I feel bad. I'm forgetting who the lineman was that we got drafted today. Uh, Justin Murray. Yeah, and I apologize. Not drafted. Mm. Uh, signed. So. Yeah. But you know that I, I love this that kind of football. Like it came. It was like the last mm-hmm. play of the game. It was mm-hmm. the decision. You know, and I, I love our. You know, I love the team. You know, mm-hmm. every everybody goofs up. Yeah. Josh, mm-hmm. you know that that one touchdown that Josh should have had to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was McKenzie. Yep, McKenzie, yep. And, you know, and again, things happen, you know. Personally, I, I was happy we lost. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I just, I think trying to go undefeated is a lot yeah. more pressure than it is just to win a game. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those, like, very very reminiscent of, like, 1981 Chargers, Dolphins, with the, the amount of people cramping up, like, you know, Count Winslow. And in this game, it was Knox who got cramps. Mackenzie and Diggs, and uh, um, I mean they did do a lot of things really well, but it was the um, little things really well. But in the big moments, they couldn't you know get yardage in the run game. Was that a product of about the amount of injuries they've had at that offensive line and the fact that they lack or like last in run blocking in the league? If you look at the analytics, that could have been a big problem with it. But yeah, and then you know just. It might be the humbling game that they need, as Von Miller said after the game, but they have, you know, multiple tests coming up and our banged-up team across the board. Um, who knows when they're getting their full defensive line back, their full offensive line back. Um, they had, like, Tommy Doyle go from backup tackle to playing guard and playing on a torn ACL, too. It just shows how tough and mentally and physically tough that team was to um, almost get the W, but because of the mistakes that they had, weren't able to do it. Um, defensively, they play really good, except for the third and 22, where they kind of decide to not go for much of a pass rush, and as a result, 
um, Waddle's able to get behind and get a big play that sets up essentially the game-winning touchdown. Um, but it is one of, the, one of the better games. It'll be an interesting matchup in December in Buffalo. Oh, absolutely. And uh, we're both people trying to get in the film industry as well. And I... I Made my brother get a little chuckle in the words of uh, Apollo Creed from Rocky II. This time you'll see the real Apollo Creed, lightning fast and hard to catch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if we stay healthy, which knock on wood, and I, I think it is. Uh, mm-hmm. And I guess right now the NFL is doing the reviewing for Tua. Uh, and I guess the way it's going right now... If, from this article I'm reading right now, it just got released uh, about 40 minutes ago. It seems that Tua uh, they followed the protocol well enough. Mm. Is what it's saying. Yeah. I was I was kind of questioning it, but you know that happens. Mm. But uh, apparently, um, the the injury with Tua, uh, mm-hmm. I guess it was more his back. There could be a chance he might not be playing tomorrow. Yeah, it's questionable for right now. So, and I'll say this, I, I do hope that the, uh, if he is not feeling well, the Dolphins don't play him. I, I know sometimes you want to win a game, but honestly, again, people need to, and I don't think fans realize it, but the, mm. the other thing I do want to say is it just feels like commentators and analysts, it's like someone who played football, it's like, mm. it's a little too soon to see a team as trash or like, how mm. something like yeah again not taking credit for teams that win but it's just it's only one game and it's yeah. a 17 game 17 games teams play it's mm-hmm. like you know just based on one win or loss you should you know judge mm. something too rashly and mm. before we get to our predictions for next week i think in my opinion the highlight of the game mm-hmm. was ken dorsey showing <laughs> how much heart he has just yeah. like Literally, if you have not seen it, guys, you need to. It's like my favorite thing in football so far. And, yeah. like, I don't know which, if it was a coach or an assistant, but they were very smart. Like, okay, we got to. Mm-hmm. If you look close, someone thought it was he was throwing something. If you look close enough, like a hand just kind of mm-hmm. slammed in there. But, uh, yeah. I don't know what you thought about that, Rob. That was pretty entertaining, if you ask me. I mean, it was. I mean, there was just so many takes about people being like analysts that hadn't played the game basically saying like oh this is mortifying coordinator coach never act like this and then you had a bunch of former players like no i like when i see a coach doing that so you know i think players understand that anger and passion a lot more than um other people and yes the you know amount of anger or the level of it is a lot and maybe you hope to have better composure in those situations, but it's also the very end of a game, you know. Yeah, you, you get hot. You yeah. Know, like, even even Josh and, uh, I don't know if anyone knows this, mm. but uh, Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Footballs has a, oh, yeah. you know, I don't know if it's a weekly, oh no, I'm sorry. Every Tuesday, a yeah. Show. Yeah, every Tuesday on his show, Josh is there. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's a great listen. And yeah. Josh even said, you know, but again, I, I actually, I know, and Josh did the right thing, you know, he mm-hmm. said he was too hot, but, I personally like that he did that. Just you know, like someone's mm. grabbing your groin and stuff like that. You know, it's, mm. it's a it's a heat. It's a, the most next to boxing. It's the most contact sport mm-hmm. game there is. You know, you know people are heated. And mm-hmm. to what you said about people saying coaches should not get like, do they not watch the like the hilarious hot mics of the past ten? Like, well, not even just ten. Yeah. Like, since the beginning of football, you just you hear like coaches beep 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 beep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just. Coaches are always <laughs> that's that's why you get heated, you know. Mm, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I digress. You know, good mm. games for the Dolphins. I again, I'm not trying to be arrogant or mm. being. I still think the Bills are a bit better, but you know, a win mm. is a win. Yeah. Mm. And uh, you know, congrats for the Dolphins. I I think they're in the top. I'd say slightly upper top ten, maybe yeah. top five or six. Yeah. I still think a few teams are a little bit better in the long mm. run, but mm. for this week, I, I will say this: as of week three, Dolphins and Eagles are the best teams in the league right now. You know, mm-hmm. from a week by week point of view. And, yeah. You know, you got to give you got to give props and do. Yeah. And I think uh, healthy rivalry is a competitive rivalry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, so speaking of the Dolphins, uh, 
You got Miami and Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick turnaround. Uh, I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I, I think mm-hmm. they're starting to get their groove together. And if and with you know two of plays, I think he's going to be playing hurt. So yeah. I think that might be what we get the edge. And the, the, the Dolphins, and I know it was a close score. Mm-hmm. Bills and Dolphins, but at the same time, they gave up 500 yards. Yeah, yeah. I'm so I, I think that that and Tua's injury is what's going to give uh, Cincinnati the edge here. Yeah, I'm feeling Cincy too with the home game and you know a chance to kind of um, get back at 500, get right back in that AFC North um, playoff race. And who knows if Bridgewater does have to play some in that game? game is going to be the, um, the morning game on mm-hmm. Sunday across the pond mm-hmm. in London, Minnesota, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to give the edge to Minnesota. I think they're mm-hmm. a better team, especially right now with the injuries New Orleans is facing. Yep, especially if Dolan is starting and you're down at least one, if you're not two of your top three receivers. Although um, the Saints could keep it close with that defense and Marcus Lattimore if he can lock up Justin Jefferson the same way he has. Um Mike Evans all these years, but who knows? I mean, Diggs was able to make plays against Lattimore, so if you can find a way to do the same thing with Jefferson, I think that'll be enough for um, the Vikings. Absolutely. Uh, Cleveland, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's. I think I'm going to get the edge to Cleveland. I think mm-hmm. it might be a close affair, yeah. but I, I, I think Cleveland might get it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the status of um, Miles Garrett because he was in a pretty crazy car accident, but he is physically okay. There's some bumps and bruises there, um, so I'm not sure what that'll mean for his status for the Sunday game. Um, but I do think the Browns, with that running game, Brissett making a few throws. Um, I do think it'll be a close game, though. I could see it being a one-score game that can go either way, but I will take Cleveland in it. Yeah, I think both agree it's mm-hmm. a close game. Uh, mm-hmm. Buffalo and Baltimore. Oh, mm-hmm. be- before we get into this game, I did forget to mention that Dane Jackson was at practice oh, yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Uh, clapping for Dane. Ooh, you know, yeah. very happy you're back, bud. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like some of the players that were injured in mm-hmm. last week's game might be able to start. Yeah. So. Poyer I, being I a big one, yeah. I think it's going to be a, a good game. I think our deep... I think we're going to win just because their 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 defense and secondary right now is very mm-hmm. I think it is the worst in the league right now. Yeah, number thirty two. Yeah, and I think the Bills are able to make a few more plays in the past game, and their defense is good enough to where they don't have to blitz Lamar, which is when he's most successful, and they're down to a rookie left tackle. Um, yeah. So. And. You know, and the Bills, in my opinion, are what a defense should be. Mm-hmm. You are going. There's there's some players where you can't stop them. Like, mm-hmm. know, there are there are games where you can't stop an elite player completely. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, the best you can do is contain a player. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think Lamar will have some highlights. I, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he won't, but I, I think compared to our defenses, I think our. Uh, our their defense will give us a lot more opportunities than mm-hmm. your defense. Uh, you, you know, I'm sorry. You're, uh, our defense won't give as many opportunities to Lamar as mm-hmm. Baltimore's defense will for Josh. So yeah, I think we both agree that uh, the Bills, the Bills will win this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington at Dallas. Mm-hmm. I still think that Dallas is. I think Dallas will win this because they got a better yep. defense. That being said, it is a de- it's a, it is a division rivalry game, so mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington wins. It mm. Just I, I know it always sounds funny, but you just you just never know what divisions. But I, I think Dallas will win this one. Yeah, me too. I mean, when Parsons, Lawrence, and that whole defensive line is going against a Washington line that just hasn't protected well all year, um, you know, I and I think Trayvon Diggs can mostly take away McLaurin if he's not forced to stay in the secondary longer than a few seconds. Um, so, yeah, I th- I, I'm i going with Dallas, too, especially if we can get the Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard run game going and just need a few throws here and there from Cooper Rush. Absolutely. Um, 
Seattle and mm. Detroit. Um, I think again, it's mm. not even. I think Detroit has a slightly better roster, and just mm. they're playing in Detroit. And I, I just again, I'm I'm kind of playing with my heart in this, just because mm. I love Dan Campbell so much. But uh, I'm going to go with Detroit. Yeah, me too. I hope hopefully the defense plays a little better because you can't expect the offense to go 35 points every single game. However, I do think the def- the offense for the Lions um, will be pretty well. Um, the status of DeAndre Swift will be a little interesting because he suffered um, soldier and a couple other shoulder and a couple other injuries. So, but they do have I think enough playmakers elsewhere to um, get a win here against the Seattle team that. Um, I don't know. I don't trust him as of yet with Jamal Adams especially being a big injury to that defense. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ch- Chargers at Houston. Um, mm-hmm. Even if Herbert's out, I, I would give the win to the Chargers on this one. Yeah, it'll be interesting because I remember last year they played pretty banged up, but you're thinking, oh, it's the Texans. They should be able to win this one. And then they end up losing by at least two or three scores against Houston with all the injuries that they had. Um, and that ends well, up... each other last year. I forgot yep, yep. One of the last weeks of the season. That loss, who knows? Maybe if you don't have that loss, you don't need to win um, that big in the last weekend against the Raiders. But, you know. But, yeah, I, I'll go with the Chargers. Uh, Tennessee, AD. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with, go to the coin on this. Mm. I really can't. I'm, there's some games that I can't decide on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Tails for Indy. Uh, Tails, uh, yeah, I'll go Indy. Indy? The, the coin says Indy. I think I'll go Tennessee because I think Tennessee does kind of own, at least they swept them last year, so I feel like they kind of own it, but I, you know, it's possible the Colts get it together and get this one. And I, I love Carson, but I think one, one of those mm-hmm. games, Carson kind of handed the game to yeah but uh sorry Carson I don't knock on you like it but uh uh Chicago with the Giants uh I'm gonna take the scrappiness of the Giants personally Mm. both teams are super ultra scrappy I mean um you know uh it's an interesting one I don't know because the Giants have found a way to keep winning and last week they didn't win but with all the injuries and drama at receiver and the fact that they're trying to get new guys into that situation, um, I have a gut feeling the Bears might get this one, but just a small gut feeling, yeah. I mean, I feel like they'll get... I feel like Fields will make a player two more than Jones, but it could go the other way because he might make a stick or two more than Jones, who's avoided them for the most part, but hasn't made the big play either, either. This is, in my opinion, one of the one of the better mm-hmm. PM games. Uh, I think up there, uh, Bills Ravens. Uh, yeah, you got the revenge game of Doug Peterson. Mm. Oh uh, yeah, going into Philadelphia with his new Jacksonville Jaguars. I think this is going to be a very good game. I'm going to give the edge to. Uh, I'm going to give the edge to uh, the Philly. Yeah, I think I'll give a slight edge to Philly too. I do think it'll be a very close, intense game. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, if there's any ill feelings between the old Eagles coach and the old team. But, um, yeah, I think the Eagles remain as the lone undefeated team. Now, if both Dolphins and Eagles um, uh, lose this weekend, the 72 Dolphins can crack open the champagne a little earlier than most years. Out of curiosity, Mm -hmm. do you think... The 72 Dolphins are cheering, though, for this this Dolphins team. Because mm. it is their oh, own yeah. team. Or, or are they like, you know what, we love you guys, but we, we just want our team to be the perfect one. As long, I mean, if they, you ask them, would you rather they go on being regular season, not get done, or um, lose at some point in the season and then find a way to get done, I think they take the latter, but... Yeah, I think they're Dolphins fans through and through, so they might want them to keep winning as of now. That's, yeah, they're, that's mm. very respectable. Uh, Jets at Pittsburgh. Uh, I think both teams are kind of similar. Mm-hmm. That being said, I think 
the defense of the Steelers, even without mm-hmm. TJ, is a little bit better. And they got Najee Harris. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Yeah, Najee struggled a little bit early, but I do think he has a bounce back. And um, that defense is still pretty good with Alonzo Highsmith leading the league in sacks at four and a half. So when he, when Watt comes back and they have those two uh, working unison, that's going to be tough for any team to deal with. Um, this might be the last stand for Trubisky, and if he struggles in this one and they're losing to the Jets, it might be Kenny Pickett time. But I do think Pittsburgh wins. Yeah, if you like, uh, again, I've just been so mm-hmm. focused on the Bills and we haven't had a chance to watch the Steelers so much. Mm-hmm. Even me not watching, like I'm, I'm kind of wanting to see what Kenny has, mm-hmm. but I know all of Pittsburgh is salivating for Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Uh, Arizona at Carolina, uh, both teams are struggling. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got He's my favorite running back, so mm-hmm. again, I, you guys laugh. I kind of sometimes go with my heart, where Robin goes is mm-hmm. more stats wise. But I, you know, I think I'm going to go with Carolina. Mm-hmm. That would that would put Cliff Kingsbury under the microscope real quick. But um, uh, both Baker and um, Kyler were on the same roster. I think at least for one, if not two years, at Oklahoma. So that'll be a nice little reunion game for the two of them. But I think Murray has enough around him and more ability, personal ability, to make a player two more than Baker at this point. Who I mean, outside of a player two here and there, has the offense has not done much on third downs or much of the game for that matter. So I'm going to go Arizona. And both coaches on both teams are kind mm. of under the hot seat this year, so it's, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be very, very interesting. I think the the two the two coaches that have the mm. are the biggest hot seats this year. I can't remember yeah. if there's any other coach that's really mm. under the microscope right now, just seeing what's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, New England, uh, New England at Green Bay, mm. uh, Green Bay. Yep, same here, yep. Uh, no Mac Jones for the Patriots, most likely, and it's in Lambeau, um, and the Patriots' defense is not lead anymore at Green Bay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Denver mm-hmm. uh, at, at Vegas. Um, this is, in my opinion, a must-win right mm-hmm. now with Josh McDaniels. Yep. And, you know, I, I think... I'm gonna go with Denver. Just mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just I can't trust Josh McDaniel. Like he could mm-hmm. prove me wrong. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It just he just does not. I thought he could might have a second chance, but the way he's been performing, I just mm-hmm. like Josh Jacobs has been doing fantastic with little he's been doing. It's mm-hmm. just like you don't recognize like, hey, this mm-hmm. guy's working for us. Why not you know mm-hmm. throw him in? Yeah, I mean, they drafted a couple backs in the um, offseason, and they got rid of um, Kenyon Drake. So it feels like they, he's got one year and then out maybe for Josh Jacobs. I don't know. But um, I kind of feel the same with you. as the Raiders at home, desperate situation. They could very losing and should win. But if it gets tight or close, I trust Russ a little more than Derek Carr and the Broncos defense a little more than the Raiders won. Um, so I'm going to go with Denver, and if Denver wins, and uh, another result that we'll talk about um, in a second goes, they'll be first in the division with all the you know jokes about clock management and Daniel Hackett and Russ not cooking. They could be leading the FC West after four weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you think how if if they keep losing, how do you, soon do you think McDaniel's is going to be fired? Uh, I wonder how long his contract is because if you do that, then you're paying. You're essentially going to pay him, um, John Gruden, and another coach essentially at the same time. Um, which that, will. Oh well, yeah, I forget about that. Yeah, I always forget about Gruden. So. Yeah, I mean they had a settlement. Think, yeah, but yeah. Do you think like do you think Davis at a certain point is like you know what? Just let him just go through the whole season, and we'll just uh, mm-hmm. we'll just see how we do in the draft. Did they trade any of their drafts, or did they have their first round pick this year? Uh, they traded their first and second for uh, Devontae. I don't know if they've traded anything. Oh, that's right. If they yeah. haven't traded anything so, for 2023 and beyond as of yet. So even if they do bad this year, they can't 
Green Bay out. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they really should have stayed with uh, Bispa- uh Oh my God, I apologize. What's his name? Richard Bisaccia. <laughs> no problem. Bisaccia. Thank you. I, mm. I apologize, Bisaccia fans. I keep forgetting his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Uh, going to the primetime games, uh, Kansas City and Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. You know, has it? Has that? Uh, game and officially moved now? Uh, it's possible it will be moved to Minnesota. They haven't announced as of yet um, what is specifically going to go on with that, but um, yeah, but uh, what's your pick? I, with the way the injuries are, even with Evans mm. back, I think, again, I, there could be a chance that Tampa is a better team at the end of the mm. year, but right now I'm mm. thinking going to Kansas City. Hmm. The weird thing about Kansas City is Tampa Bay has normally an elite run defense, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire just came off seven carries, zero yards. And if the Bucks can do that to the Chiefs, and the Chiefs don't have that over-the-top option they had with Tyree Kill, and the Bucks defense line can get pressure the way they did in the Super Bowl, I think Tampa Bay can win even if their offense isn't at optimal strength. So I'm going to pick Tampa in that one, and then... The Chiefs go to two and two, and that makes things in the AFC um, interesting. I mean, there's just outside of, as I said, Houston. There's really no talent gap between, or massive talent gap between a lot of the teams in that conference. Absolutely, and I, I can't believe I'm saying. It. You know, I think mm. Kansas City will win. I actually want Brady to win. Mm. So, yeah, same here. I can't believe I'm. I can't believe mm. I'm saying that, but I uh, got out. Uh, and finally, the last game of the week, in my opinion, is one of the three or four mm-hmm. match division rivals in all of football right now. You got mm-hmm. the Rams and San Fran. They always play like it's always a good game. Like yeah. Last mm-hmm. year, they I th- I, th- for, I think San yeah San Fran beat them twice in the regular season. Yeah. And they fought in the NFC Championship game. It's it's another mm-hmm. one of these battles. Uh, right now, I think San Fran. Uh, I, or I apologize, LA is doing a little bit better. So. Mm-hmm. I think LA will win this, but again, it, you do not know with this with these yeah. teams who's going to come out. But I, I'm going with LA right now. Yeah, Shanahan has been, um, I think, McVay all four of the last regular season matchups. But again, the NFC Championship, the Rams did go out on top. Um, Jimmy G's in his second start, and he made. I'm not sure if it's just game rhythm or anything like that, or if he's just not feeling it at this point. But he did have a bunch of struggles and bad plays against uh denver if he has any of those against the rams which i think he'll have at least one or two i think um the rams as inconsistent as they've been so far as defending champs i think the rams will win it by a bit but wouldn't be shocking if the niners win it because they do seem to own the rams in the regular season but i will pick rams that's yeah very good very good uh so guys uh coming up next week is the Mm -hmm. uh one month uh Mm-hmm. starting since the season started. So each mm-hmm. month we're going to kind of give our opinions of how the season's going so far and mm-hmm. what do we think about certain teams. So uh, mm-hmm. next week's going to be a pretty exciting episode. But uh, as always, thanks for listening to us. This is Football Update with Andy. And this is Raman. Thank you so much, guys.